we should put together some theme music. Um, but if we don't, if nobody knows how to do that, we should do uh, Mazzy Star's Fade Into You. Anybody heard that song before from the 90s? Nothing ringing a bell? Well, hey, do yourself a favor. Google Mazzy Star's Fade Into You. Listen to it real quick. And then act like that is the intro music to the Bad Take podcast. Hey, you'll do yourself a favor. Also, Hope Sandoval in the 90s, do yourself a favor. Give her a look. Beautiful. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Lead singer of Mazzy Star. Anyway, uh, let me ask you guys this as, as we get into it. Uh, hope you all are doing all right. Cade, honey, Ethan. Uh, I want to go around the room. I want to ask, what is everybody set up as they are recording the pod? Where 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 are we as we as we dive into the world of college sports? Honey, let's start with you. I am in my room uh, at at my desk. Would you consider that a comfortable place to talk about college sports? Yes. Would you consider that an efficient place to talk about college sports? Uh, it, at, at times. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on over to you now. Uh, it looks like you are in the basement of something. It looks like there's, I, I'm going to guess, I could be wrong here, but I'm going to guess there is a washer and dryer not even 10 feet away from you. Uh, I mean, I guess if you go through that wall, that would be accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm in Kansas City uh, in the house that I'm in with my brother, and I'm in the basement, which also is my room, and it's kind of just like an open area. There's not like a lot of separation of stuff, but yeah, it's you- good. Do you have a TV set up around there for you to watch games and stuff? I do, actually. Ethan, look at that setup. Look at that shirt. There's my books and my my clothes are in those bins also on the bookshelf. A lot of just efficiency down here. Reading anything special right now? Anything that you're reading that you enjoy? I'm reading this book called God of Liberty right now. It's about the American founding and religion that's pretty good for my class which is called religion during the american founding right it's bad that i thought the liberty in that book title was talking about your alma mater <laughs> i thought they were talking about jerry fowler <laughs> i really did my setup i am about a foot and a half to the right of he with what? a computer in the middle of it. yeah us. i'll tell you shoulder to shoulder you could probably fit maybe one subway sandwich between us uh, i think you got a <laughs> yeah maybe two one and a half but it's a it's a good setup. We have Texas A&M, Missouri on the screen in front of us in basketball. Pretty sicko game, but Missouri is actually kind of hanging tight. Um, you come to me at a very uh, – we're at the crossroads of the seasons of sport. We have basketball in the – I love February of basketball, guys, because bubbles get bursting, conference tournaments start. But also at this same time, baseball and softball are starting up. Get ready for the diamond, y'all. Because uh, at least if you watch the Arkansas Razorbacks, it's about the last hope you have left this year. Oh, unless you're into gymnastics, too. Well, me and Ethan were talking about this earlier. I'm usually just a, a postseason baseball guy, but I actually know the date of opening day for Arkansas, February 16th. And we talked about how I am down bad if I know the I said, opening I said, date for Arkansas. That's not a baseball. sign of the times. I don't know what is. Tough time to be a Razorback, man. We have one one or two hopes left, and they're they're on the diamonds, as you're saying. Ethan. Or on quick. the uneven bars. Or or on the uneven bars. Or on the pummel pummel horse? Yeah, on the pummel horse. It's the vault or whatever. Now, what about those rings that the people grab? They're they're suspended midair. I don't, I don't know think how they do they're that suspended. in the women's. That's the women's. 
That's only men's. Yeah. Wait, so honey, are you a gymnastics sicko? I wouldn't call myself a sicko, but I am well informed. Right on, right on. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, you know more than I do. We have the floor. I, I'll say. Oops, sorry. To interrupt. Uh, I'll rattle them. <laughs> floor, vault, uneven bars, and the beam. I was just going to say softball is a great sport. I actually have listened to two podcasts in the last three days revolving around Liberty softball. <laughs> one was an interview of our coach and another of our our one of our players who is conference preseason player of the year. If I'm, I'm not incorrect, Liberty was the only team to beat Oklahoma last year. Uh, did they beat them? I know, I don't remember if we beat them or Oklahoma. I thought we lost, but I uh we played them early. I remember that, but yeah, our softball coach is like incredible. She has two gold medals in softball, like in the Olympics, and she was also like played professionally and whatnot, and one of the first college players. She won the first college softball championship as a player. And then uh, she decided to go to med school, became a doctor, and then later became a softball coach. So she's done, like, crazy stuff. Her name's Dot Richardson. How old is this woman? Probably 50s or 60s. Was the first softball championship, like, only 30, 40 years ago? I mean, it wasn't that long ago. She played at UCLA. Uh, In my head – the first softball championship was like nine or 1883 or something like that. No, no, no. Softball uh, she's 62. Okay, she wasn't around then. Um, wow. Right. Um, I was incorrect. Last year what happened was the 61-1 and 2023 Oklahoma national champion softball team, uh, they beat Liberty in the second game of the year in extra innings. They beat them one nothing. Mm. But still, okay. Oklahoma within one nothing is – incredible 61 and one is that an all-time record it's got to be close i think it's close i mean oklahoma's a softball dynasty i mean that, uh, that is unreal have you heard of the name patty gasso uh no um you should have she's the maybe the most dominant coach of any sport in ncaa right now patty gasso they've got a dynasty. Uh, their new stadium uh un- like i don't know just because earlier today i actually was looking at renderings of oklahoma softball stadium <laughs> loves loves field and uh, it's gonna be epic it's gonna be so cool listen you know what's crazy <laughs> we honestly could start our own softball pod it sounds like i mean i cover the Razorbacks <laughs> very closely and i watch the other cage out here in underrated Cade's, softball Cade's <laughs> renderings of <laughs> <laughs> softball field and i just already know i already know i don't even have to ask I know Honey's got softball in her bag. She has if, if it's if it's a sport that I think Honey might like, there's a one hundred percent chance it's not that she likes it. She like actually knows a crap ton about it too. Yeah, can I, can I be can I be a part of the softball? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once Heath goes to his second day softball. No, no, no. I have been I was there. Cade can attest to this. I was there for the SEC tournament, man. I was there. That's true. Had to get to your second day. No, no, no. I think I was there for two days. I honestly can't remember. Okay, but I think it was two. I got so sunburned. Hey, let me tell you, dude. How fun of it! That was a fun time. I'm telling you, the key in today's. You know how expensive it is to get like tickets to anything. 
just choose like a team, like a random team that's pretty good at your school, like Arkansas softball, and just be like a season ticket holder. It's not that expensive, actually. It's a nice little stadium. And you can have yourself a nice little hobby and be like, like, in a sport like that, all the players learn who, the, like, they, they learn who their, like, fans are, and they actually will go talk to them after the game. 24-year-old Heath is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Heath could maybe, I mean, you know, you never know. You never know. You never know. But, yeah, did you, I mean, I, I guarantee y'all had a blast at that SEC softball tournament. Oh, yeah. No, it was, it was a great time. Uh, you were you were there as well. I believe Holly Holly Rowe was there. Holly Rowe was there. I mean, really, all the stars. Softball's got to be – I'm letting y'all know. I mean, I've been covering it for now. I'm, enter, I'm entering my year number three. It's it's the most underrated sport out there. I can tell you this from – I've this year covered everything. It's Did fun. you know that softball is the third most watched college sport? I believe it. It, it crushes it's more than baseball. It crushes I mean, ESPN, ESPN covers it more than they do baseball. Yeah. If you look at yeah. uh, TV ratings during the season, just just keep an eye out for softball ratings in the same window yeah. as baseball, and it's crazy how much it crushes it. Especially for the playoffs, it's the, the viewings get ridiculous. Yeah, the women's college world series is through the roof. Um, I do want to shift gears slightly because, Kate, I saw that you posted a story to the Dunderhead Sports Instagram. By the way, if you're not following the Dunderhead Sports Instagram, it is Dunderhead Sports. No underlines, no capitalization, anything on Instagram. And you posted this graphic that had a tweet from Rick Patino. It says, okay, we all want solutions to preserve our great game. Today I'm going to suggest solution one. For basketball, have the Power Five and Big East Conference commissioners get together and create a salary cap space between $1.5 and $2 million. All contracts delivered to the league and school offices. All other conferences establish their own salary cap. I would never exclude anyone from the NCAA tournament. Obviously, football is a different sport entirely, and some of their talent makes more than NFL players. More solutions to follow in the coming days. First off, I want to make one point here. He said, I'm going to suggest solution one. I think he had four, maybe five different solutions in that tweet. Kate, do you agree with what he's saying here? I don't know if I agree with like the particulars, but I do think you're going to have to have some changes, which I think he sent that out because the there was a court ruling that says college athletes can unionize now yeah, based off of the Dartmouth. Dartmouth. Yeah, you know, well, which is, <laughs> you know, well, it's the basketball team. And you know who, who's last place in the Ivy League is the Dartmouth basketball team. So I think it's funny that they are the ones pushing this. Then clearly they're not very good. Uh, yeah, no offense. Not that I ever played college athletics, but they're all going to be lawyers and such or sports. Yeah. Um, Basketball. But yeah. I mean, I do think you're going to have to get to the point of like, all right, we're signing contracts because I actually – I don't really watch the Pat McAfee show, but it was on today and I just saw some of it. And they were talking about how – or actually, I'm sorry. I was watching an interview with Derek Mason today, new head coach at Middle Tennessee, and he was talking about how I he was Derek getting Mason lunch. at Middle Tennessee. He did good run as an SEC yeah. commentator. Yeah. But he anyway. was getting lunch with Mike Bobo, who's the OC at Georgia, I believe. There's a lot of loops you got to get through in this story. And basically, Mike Bobo was recruiting a kid who's like a sophomore in high school. And this kid has like an NIL agent and guaranteed 
30% of this kid's income uh, for like up to three years in college. And it was just like crazy. And this kid's like a soft, the thing is that kid might not ever see any money. What if he gets hurt? Like what, what happens? Especially like, I feel like schools are promising money and then, but they're not giving that up front and you might not ever get all of that. So it's a mess right now. I'm not like against it, but how it operates is terrible right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of the wild west. It's free agency. Now it, to me, it seems like your best option for to, for things to not be as professional feeling is just get rid of the transfer portal. You sign with a team, but at the same time, you say that if a t- if a kid transfers, he'll have to sit out of here. But you might have to do the same thing for coaches too, because if a coach can just go and do it every once, and why can't the players? You know what I mean? I the thing is, like we just we've opened Pandora's box, and I don't know if there's a way to normalize anything the way it used to be. I think we're just in the new age of college football and college sports in general, but it really seems to be more in college football where this is happening. But Ethan, what's your take on some of this stuff? Can can we, can we get to a point where everything is controlled or is it just going to be this crazy free agency every year? Well, there's one thing I do know, no matter what guideline you put in place, all these schools are always going to find some loophole around it to get a competitive advantage. I mean, you talk about NIL. Did we ever think that collectives would become a thing? Whenever I mean, these collectives have completely just like it was just a loophole that people found and now everybody's doing it and it's pay to play basically. I it mean, is, it is exactly what it that's is. That's what it is. I mean even though to start this all off, uh the NCAA basically said we don't want this to be pay to play, but it immediately became yeah, pay to play. I mean play. it's just you're always gonna find loopholes and I feel like the Kind of, you know, you got to, at some point, at some point, there's got to be just a lot of, I, I don't know if I feel like there's more, like, that needs to be in place with the NIL, as there is just the transfer portal and, like, eligibility. It's like, I mean, it's crazy how the players can, like, right now, I mean, you can just hop ship. Yeah, and, I mean, ship. yeah, I don't know any answers. I, I didn't give you any answers. I just said that everything's wrong, and they always will be wrong, and might as well just get used to not being the same old college sports we all used to know and love. I wonder if there's some way you can tie it to a degree where like after a certain amount of transferring, it's like, all right, you're not allowed to leave till you get your degree. Like, I don't even care if you play sports, but like, cause I feel like that's what's going to end up hurting a lot of people is go to college, have some success, make some money, but you jumped around, you never graduate. And then if you don't make it in the pros, it's like you kind of wasted all your opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. But if you make four, five, six million dollars in a four year span or a five year span, even with like a grad year. I yeah, mean, that's, that's only like the top 1%. Like most true. people are only going to make, I mean, max probably like $100,000, which is a lot. I'm not saying it's not a lot of money, but like, and most people less than that. And, I mean, that's really good money while you're in college, but that's not lifetime money. Right. I don't know, man. I feel like we're just speaking into the void now. It's just it's, <laughs> it's all crazy. Yeah. Even, even the way we're watching stuff is changing. You see ESPN, Fox, and I believe Warner, Warner Brothers I are mean, combining y'all ready to their pay, own app. Y'all ready to pay like ten ninety nine a month for something soon? 
another 1099 man everything is 1099 and we just get more streaming services i just want to watch sports that's all i want to do yeah and I the mean, irony is it was like oh we don't want cable cable we just want to go to singular things we can pay less for and then we just the circle has come back <laughs> time is a flat circle and um yeah we're, we're pretty much back to cable it's just now more expensive cable because there's more options. I don't know, man. Who knows if it's good or not. I uh Saturday realized that there were I believe four top 20 matchups in college basketball and I'll tell you this. I didn't care. If that was a football weekend, I'd be all about it. Matchups galore. I don't know what's happened to me. I just I, I've lost the the fire. Did you guys care about any of those those big games like a Duke North Carolina or a or uh, Tennessee, Kentucky? I think me and – okay. I got into a few of them just because I thought they were kind of – it was just fun there were big-time matchups. But, like, I didn't really – I wasn't that invested. Honey, I think you'll be able to agree with me on this. I've gotten to a point where since I watch it so much, I'm like, actually, had there been matchups like that on the women's side, I would have been way more invested because it's like just how the men's and women's landscape is. The women seems, for the most part – like, all those top teams keep their same people. Like, you have an – I know who's on the teams, and I know what's coming. These men's games, I will literally be watching and be like, who are these people? Like, <laughs> they're just all transfers that come from places. Other than – all right, I'm, I'm going to admit it. I like Tennessee men's basketball because, I mean, I, they got Dalton Connect, who's a stud transfer. But other than that, I'm like, okay, Zakai Ziegler, Josiah Jordan-James. Is Muscovy still on that Muscovy. team? It's like It's like a team that at least I know their people – you know, Kansas is kind of the same way. They got Hunter Dickinson, but they built him around a core of returners. I mean, it's hard for me to it, – it's weird. I find the women's game a lot more fun most of the time these days because I'm like, at least I know who you are. I mean, plus, I mean, the Razorback men's basketball team has just made it a little bit hard to stomach this year. Don't talk about them. We don't want to talk about them. We don't want to talk about them. But I'd like to hear your thoughts, honey. Yeah, there's more consistency with women's basketball, and I think that has to do with, um, I mean, they can't hop ship and join the league right away after a year, which I like, um, which, I mean, guarantees them to have a degree. Um, I mean, they just won't, I mean, they won't make as much money. Wait, they can't, uh, is there not a transfer portal in women's basketball? There's a portal, but you uh, don't. I mean, I mean like, go professional. Sorry. Oh, excuse me, my bad. So, uh, you know, you got your Caitlin Clark, who's like, she's just an Iowa, always going to be at Iowa. And then you got your, I mean, it's just, you, you know, you know what you got coming down the pipe. They make more of an impact on their communities and their teams playing there over those four years. Like, you got um, some stars on the women's side. Let me tell you, like, Paige Becker's at UConn. Caitlin Clark, you know, we got Bayou Barbie, Angel Reese. Someone, yeah, people like Angel Reese and Haley Van Lilith, like, transferring, that's very rare. Yeah. And the thing is, I, the people that usually transfer in the women's games, it kind of feels like are more just like your – it's never really your stars. The yeah. stars stay. Yeah, um, like Taylor Poffenberger joining Arkansas from yeah. UConn. It's because she couldn't get any playing time. Because she couldn't get playtime. Yeah, and now she does here. Now she's one of the stars of our team. So. And, uh, and also, I like on the women's side all the like the coaches. You kind of you just have something you hate. I mean, I'm not going to mention any names on here, but you can probably guess who the <laughs> ones are. It's probably good considering you actually have a like job <laughs> in sports. You shouldn't yeah, be naming people you hate. 
I don't want to just come over here and say something crazy like I hate, like just throwing a random name. Like, I hate Mem Colkey. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's uh, that's not a real lady. Yeah, I just made it. No, women's name. basketball is cool. The Liberty Flames women's team is on a run. They kind of started off rough, but uh. This girl I knew in college, Bella Smuda, just had like 27 points. Really nice girl, also good at basketball. So Is she is she better at basketball or is she a nicer person? What is she better? Uh, <laughs> I mean, in our limited interactions, I mean, we were more acquaintances than friends. She lived with my friends, so that was kind of how I knew her. But I think she's probably a nicer person. She was – I honestly probably one of the most down to earth athletes that I ever met. You oh, that's Bella Smuda. So, Bella Smuda, yeah, she was yeah, she's number like one conference in, player of the week. She's number one right now in the conference USA in rebounds per game and number two in blocked shots per game. All right. In uh, Emma Hess for the Liberty Flames, number two in the conference USA in three pointers made per game. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah, I know that they're like up to third in conference standings now, and they're about to go to undefeated Middle Tennessee, undefeated in conference play. So, right on. But yeah, hey, this is a great episode. We are hitting softball, we're hitting women's basketball. Talk I mean, we are gymnastics. We're killing it. I mean, we're doing great, and we're we're gonna wrap up here pretty soon. But I'm gonna give you guys. I'm gonna go to. We're gonna go to men's college basketball real quick. I'm going to give you these six teams, okay? And I want you to say who is the best team in, in college basketball right now. UConn, Purdue, North Carolina, Kansas, Houston, Tennessee. Who are you picking as the best team in college basketball? Ethan, I'd like to start with you if that's okay. Yeah, I mean, um, North Carolina got beat by Clemson yesterday, which makes I'm like, I'm not going to cut out. But nobody's safe. Everybody's losing to everybody on the road. You were telling me that earlier. Yeah, they are, but you know – uh, Tennessee, I, I'm not going to go with them. I saw them lose to North Carolina, you know. I think I'm just going to go with the safe, the safe answer from that bunch is Purdue. That is the safe answer, but you know they're going to make the tournament, and if they don't lose to the 16 seed, they're going to lose to that 8-9 winner. You already know that. You so, already know it. I'll say Purdue is in the best regular season team right now. Uh, Cade? Uh, I think I'd go Kansas. I watched them play Houston, and I was pretty impressed. Um, I will say, though, I think out of that group, for whatever reason, I just have a personal preference for Houston. And obviously they're really good, but I, I would say Kansas right now. Honey, who do you liking? You want to take a guess? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess. Oh, I don't know. Is this a trick question? UConn. I'm going to guess UConn. <laughs> The number one guess, in the land. I, I think North Carolina's brewing for some reason. No, we should know by now that Houston will oh, always. Yeah. <laughs> you're a Rockets fan. Oh, you're yes. a you're a Houston fan, but in my head, I just thought pro sports. I always forget about uh, the college affiliations. So Houston, you know, you're uh, going with Houston. Yeah, Houston's mine right now. Um, even though they did lose to Kansas the other day. But, I mean, overall, they've been playing really well. Um, so, Give me North Carolina, guys. Yeah, they still have Ar- Armando Beckett. Beckett. 
<laughs> they got. I'm a, I'm a fan of that guard they have. Uh, Davis or something? Uh, you're talking about R.J. Davis. Yeah. He's been there a while, too, I think. He's a senior. I mean, it's another one of those teams that has returners. Older, yeah. I love me a good returners team, man. Why do you think Florida Atlantic is somehow really good? Because they have all these guys who stick together they've and they get through. And... I mean, they brought back a Final Four team. So, yeah, they, they're insane. <laughs> well, I mean, that's why they were so good last year. And then they just all brought them all back again. Yeah. Well, we'll keep up and we'll do an episode where we uh, – yeah, maybe. You think it would be fun for people to listen to us uh, go through a, a bracket together and try to create the perfect bracket with four minds? <laughs> I think yeah, people that'd would. be fun. I, yeah, I think that'd be fun. You know who's <laughs> storming back recently is Virginia. Storming you know, they, back. Yeah, Storm. they they were kind of they struggled a little bit, and the ACC looked like North Carolina was going to run away with it, and now it's only one game back. Yeah, Virginia. Tony so. Bennett doing Tony Bennett things. Let me tell you. I know the pack line defense. Oh man, very fundamentally sound A team. Br- brutal games to watch. Hard to watch. <laughs> Hey, I love the pack line. That's what Liberty runs. Oh, Uh, my goodness. (laughs) Let's just name some teams real quick that are pretty good usually but hard to watch. I'm going to throw out Wisconsin real quick. Really take your pick on Big Ten. (laughs) Ugly basketball. (laughs) You guys ever dive into Pac-12 basketball? It's wild over there. uh, I mean, it's when your eyes are usually asleep. uh, This crazy stuff is going on. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's crazy out west. You wake up in the morning and read about it. Yeah, you do. You hey, do. But real quick, since we're talking Pac-12 hoops, I know I, I'm going to throw back to women's real quick. Shout out to Juju Watkins. She dropped 51 in a game this past week. That's incredible. Um, that like 70% of the team's points. Yeah. And it was an upset. Like it was a big time win she did it. I think they beat the number three team in the country, Stanford. Hey, I know it's February 7th. But I want to do a quick end of the end of the year review, you know, a month too late. There was one story that I did not get to and I wanted to talk about it. Kate, I remember we briefly mentioned it to each other when we saw each other uh, at church at Christmas. Um, there was a a woman I tell me if it was if it's field hockey or lacrosse, I can't remember now exactly. She was a player, now she's oh, the North coach. Carolina. North yeah, Carolina. Yeah. Did you guys hear about this? You hear about this, this Ethan? Right. Yeah, Aaron Madsen, most decorated player in Carolina field hockey, uh, became the coach this past year, and they won the national championship. Can you believe that, Ethan? That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. Four national championships as a player, one as a coach. As a player, she also won five ACC championships, and then as a coach, ACC champion. And then as a player, five-time offensive player of the year in the ACC five-time player of the year in the ACC. And I don't know what the Honda Sports Award is, but she won that three times. She Honda, won the Honda Sports Award. That's the best woman in sports, I think. Wow. that's, that's Caitlin a, Clark won it last year. Is all that's that an incredible honor. Well, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. North Carolina needs to do something to honor her. I mean, I mean we're talking about the most decorated field hockey player to ever live. Name a building or something after her. I, Find her dorm she lived in. Well, make it. What's her name? I, Ethan, I think you got to give Aaron her a Madsen. Little bit of time. I What's, mean, at least let her, 
least let her turn 30. Aaron you know what Madsen? I mean? <laughs> Aaron Madsen. I mean, just name the dorm Madsen Hall or something. Not yet. Give it time. Give Listen, it time. Listen, he's already so accomplished. This is all – let me tell you, this is something I disagree with. We need to honor people as soon as you really can because you never know. You never know we are not promised another day in life, and you never want to just wait too long and they aren't around to see – the court named after them, or they are not around to see the statue named after them because they died. And on uh, that note, um... well, you know what they say: "Time to be born and time to die." Ecclesiastes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, there's a time, there's a time know, to be honored with a statue. You know what they say: Ecclesiastes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh man. I mean, like, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Like, they should name. At Don Staley Arena. I mean, why are you calling it Colonial Life? Nobody uh, name it Don Staley Arena, or name it. You know, what's another thing we could name? Like Nick Saban Stadium. And so, who's Bryant Denny? I'm not exactly sure, but I'm, I'm assuming he was uh... Air Bryant, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> who's Denny? Yeah, who's Denny? Man, maybe just name it Bryant Saban Stadium. I mean, they're gonna quickly probably. Be calling a lot of things, Saban. Did y'all see he's doing uh, the college game day crew? Yes, that's gonna be awesome. He's aged as far as like camera presence. Like he's pretty good on a camera. You know what I mean? Wait, whoa, what the? Hold on. Oh, what? Jimmy, you're on here twice. Oh. Am I really? Okay, wait. that was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. honey. Honey cloned herself and came on the Zoom link twice. Yeah. That was wild. My 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 laptop froze, and so I was like, "Okay, that's not great." <laughs> well, hey, we're glad you're back, as we're uh, we're we're sounding off here. As we as we leave, I just want everybody to we're gonna popcorn. Give me your Super Bowl prediction, winner and score. Whoever wants to start. <laughs> Uh, I thought you were calling on us. The way you, you oh. led into that, like you were calling us. Uh, I, I usually I do think, that. I'm sorry. I, I think I think the Chiefs will win, 35 to 31. You know, something real close. Is it popcorn? Yeah, pop, it's pop popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't popcorn mean Kate has to call on one of us? I don't think oh, okay. I don't uh, think that's honey, you go. <laughs> And I'm everybody's extremely confused on the rules. <laughs> Can I make Usher my winner? Um, yes, I'll go. Uh, it'll be 49ers 45 to 31. Ooh, that's a high scoring game. Take the over, my friends. Ethan, I'll just go ahead and call on you. I'm gonna go ahead and say. It's going to be Winter Chiefs, Loser America. I'm sick of them. I just want them to – I mean, I just am tired of it. Can they please just – it was so beautiful during that stretch of the regular season where it looked like they had lost their their magic. But here they are once again. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to see how many times Taylor Swift goes on the screen. I'll, I'm one of those people. Show me her often. I Is like she going to make it? She had a concert in Japan. Yeah, we are. We are not she's going to make it. There's no way that she has an opportunity to have this many cameras on her and she misses. She is kind of a diva, you know. Whoa. Uh, why are we, why are we hating on Grammys? Did you watch the Grammys? Oh, my goodness. No, I did not. Yeah. I watched. I saw her. Yeah. <laughs> Very dramatic, guys. I mean, Congratulations for winning all this crap, but you know, I mean, she's acting like 13th Emmy, you know. 
I heard something I, about uh, Lana Del Rey. Something about Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey up on the stage with her, and Lana Del Rey clearly looked like she didn't want to, and then she didn't acknowledge Celine Dion. It just, yeah. it just wasn't a great I don't know what's going on. I don't. I'm um, such Taylor Swift. I don't know who any of these people are. Dude, you got to look up some <laughs> Lana Del Rey. Summertime <laughs> sadness. Games. Kim trails <laughs> over the country club. Is she, is that the American. Summertime, summertime. Cola. Diet Mountain Dew. California. Mariner's apartment complex. I'll give you a score. <laughs> She's 31, 49 or 27. Wow. Mm. That's Ultra violence, young and beautiful. 49ers three, Chiefs nothing. That's right. That's a low scoring game right there. I almost did two nothing, just a safety defense I wins championships. What? 31 to 27, Chiefs, but that's an overtime. It's 24 24 at end of regulation. Niners get the ball first, kick up the old goal. Chiefs get the ball, touchdown. Wow, you serious? 13 beaches.